Every business is guilty of wasting time and resources at some point. But a wise business owner looks at processes, technologies, and people to figure out if there are any leaks. Join us today as we talk about ways we can adapt and evolve our businesses to minimize waste. The Speakeasy Podcast, real talk about leadership and sanity in the creative industry. I'm Karen Steffel. And I'm Jen Estel. Managing creativity in business, we probably have an opinion on that. No prohibitions. Clearly, we have cocktails. What we will not be wasting this this delicious rosé that we're having. Tell me what we have. Oh my goodness, it's um, it's this Inman Family Wines in Santa Rosa, California has a almost zero waste process. It's pretty cool. They're using leftovers from your four course meal as their fertilizer, even. Yeah, and they actually have. Um, a solar powered system that powers 98% of their electricity requirements and they repurpose all their wastewater to be used for irrigation. So um, they waste not. They waste not and you would not want to waste a sip of this wine because it's pretty tasty. Yeah, it's delicious. It's a nice semi-dry rosé and we're enjoying it quite a bit. Um, If only it were that easy to get rid of waste all the time. Yeah. So I just feel it, this is such an interesting topic, Jen, because it's not something that we've talked about before. Um, I'm not even sure when we were preparing for this conversation, we really kind of dove in and we, I'm not sure we had answers for our own questions. So it'll be fun. So how do you define waste? Yeah, I guess where we landed on that is sort of something that doesn't add value or diminishes the value, right? So it diminishes the value. Waste is something that diminishes the value of something else, or it just is doesn't add value. Yeah, or it's a, an extravagance somehow. I feel like, um, oh, you know, working from home now, we have a very expensive printer in the office, and we used to print things out and put them up to take a look, which is really good business practice in our industry to make sure readability and color is working. Say you're making a billboard. And... Um, since we've been working from home, we haven't printed anything. You know, our print costs have gone way, way down, which leads me to think, is that waste in our regular process if we're doing okay without it? You know, it's such a random little example, but what used to think, what used to feel necessary, maybe we can look at as wasteful. And so I've been really thinking a lot about what waste is in this day and age. What about, so I'm trying to think of what my what my version of extravagance would be. Um, certainly we have some equipment that we haven't needed. It still would add value at some point and it's not diminishing the value of anything. So let's, let's dig in a little bit more. What are, what are areas where you see waste professionally? It's interesting for us because as a service-based industry, like you are, we, um, our hours are finite. Our ability to do work is finite. So a wasted hour feels very valuable. An hour that didn't get um, adequately used, either that's because of a misdirect on a project or um, poor planning. So people's time go to waste. You and I talked a little bit about wasting of talent when there's a resource there that should be used and it can go away and you're not taking advantage of that. That feels quite wasteful in an office environment. Mm-hmm. How about you? Yeah, I yeah, I think um, over delivering. Uh, when 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 you over deliver on a project, you're um, you're giving away value that you're not billing. Um, I think, like you said, that downtime because of poor planning, or sometimes it's not always poor planning. Sometimes it's just um, 
the the nature of well the client didn't get back to us so we had planned on doing the revisions today but that's not what's happening um and i do think that mistakes due to lack of communication i think now it's even more critical that we're paying attention to how things are communicated because we're not physically with each other and so um I cannot see with my eyes what people are working on necessarily. And so I can't see that they're going in the wrong direction. Um, and so it takes me longer to then realize if that's happening, which is even more wasteful. Um, so communication has to be really tight, um, especially now. Um, but you, you mentioned that, um, missed opportunity with people. I think untapped potential is something that's huge, not utilizing people for their full skill set or allowing um, a, a new skill set to lead you into a new direction or an opportunity that you otherwise wouldn't have had. That's hard to identify. It is hard to identify. And, you know, this is such an interesting topic because we can talk about the physical quantifiable things. We waste paper in our process. We waste our hours. But then, you know, in listening to you talk, it makes me think of the opportunities that we're missing. And that's where waste can get really tricky in a business when... It, Oh, if you're you're not paying close attention to your employees' cues that they want to learn a new skill or have something of value that they want to contribute, and you've glossed that over or ignored it, what a wasted opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. um, the ability to look at a client and understand that not only do they need the thing they came and asked you for, but you have a significant opportunity to move their business forward if you do X or Y. That's That could be a wasted opportunity. So a lot of waste in business if you take it away from the physical, is where are opportunities to do better, be smarter, make people thrive, make projects thrive. And that's the part of waste that drives me crazy. And I feel that always like niggling at the back of my head mm -hmm. if I'm letting that happen. It's stressful. Yeah. No, those are stressful, Jen. And I think that when you look at... um when you launch a project with a client, understanding that it's not just about that particular engagement, but that it's about all, uh, you know, all potential future business with that particular relationship, um, that is at stake and making sure that, um, not only are you delivering what they asked for, but you're leaving the door open for you to be a solution, uh, on an ongoing basis. So, um, always making sure that you're not wasting anything for future self, <laughs> if that makes sense. Right. The thing, though, the, the thing that makes me tired sometimes is how that fear of waste and missed opportunity leads me to always be sort of looking over my shoulder and feeling like I can't relax. Um, I'll be the first to admit when we talk about that physical stuff, I'm, I can be a little too wasteful with things, but the opportunities and the what ifs and the client relationships and, well, what could we do next to make this even better? I feel like I'm almost manic in that thought process sometimes, mm -hmm. which might be a little excessive. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think that's an entrepreneurial trap, right? I think we all are. I mean, you and I certainly are both competitive people. We, we enjoy succeeding. We enjoy winning. And that includes business. That includes new business and things like that. So um, I think that that's just part of our drive. I don't <laughs> Manic might be a little much. <laughs> okay. Maybe that's a little much. I don't know. Maybe it is manic inside your head. I don't know. <laughs> but there's, there's such a cost to waste when you let opportunities go by or when you are not careful with the resources that you've got. Um, it really can cost an organization and it can cost you 
personally. You know, there's obviously time and money, the waste of of a relationship, you know, those kinds of things. And, and there is a sadness to that when you let something, let something go that you could have retained. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about wasted real estate. That's something that I've been really thinking a lot about lately, as you know, but um, with Google announcing and Facebook announcing that um, more than half of their workforce will be permanently um, work from home. Uh, think about all of the real estate that now is going to be empty and wasted. That kind of gives me anxiety thinking about how the ripple effect of what that means. So if, and I think you've even said that you're not sure how long your husband will be working from home or whether that could be a permanent assignment. So think about for every worker that's not working downtown, what does that mean for the sandwich shop? And what does that mean for the gas station? Or what does that mean for, you know, the city who sells parking spaces? You know, there's the, 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 the waste there gives me anxiety, like I said. Yeah, it's so interesting to think about it. Because when you look at a large downtown, and there are people working from home, you realize that there are these skyscrapers and these high rises filled with empty, empty, empty walls, empty cubicles, whole floors that are just uninhabited. And it's a really strange, strange thing to think about. So we have all these empty spaces, but then we're cramming into spaces that weren't necessarily built for our day-to-day 24-7 lifestyle, right? And so I'm I'm having a bit of a crisis about it too. We have this beautiful infrastructure, a lovely office, all the creature comforts that go with it, and we've lived without it for nearly six months. Do we even need it? Yes, I think so. Emotionally, I feel like, boy, I really wish I was back at the office. And but is it just a waste? Is it is it necessary anymore? And you know, strange. It's it's a strange thing to think about. And like you mentioned, my husband works downtown and hasn't. Uh, he's been his department has been working excellently remotely. And our question was, do we keep the parking space or not? Because if he gives up the parking space, then he moves to the bottom of the list. He'll lose his space for when he goes back. So are we wasting our money by keeping the parking space? Or are we saving that space because we know we're going to need it? What's the right answer there? It's a weird time to be thinking about this topic. I think it's the right time to be thinking about this topic, right? True. You know, we're reevaluating all of the things, um, and 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 rightfully so. Yeah, I I worry about infrastructure, and I think I think maybe because of our age or where we are in life, we just have this assumption that it will go back to normal at some point. But I don't know. I don't know either. I know it's a really strange thing, and I guess we are coming at this from the base proposition that waste is bad, Yeah. right? A missed opportunity is bad. A unused resource is bad. A wasted resource is bad. And if you, if you look at life in that regard, maybe you can give up the emotional tie to how it was or how it should be. If you sort of look at life through the, are we wasting an opportunity lens? So, but that's hard to do because that's not, not how we've always looked at our business lives, you know? Well, and, and, um, we have 
we have a lot of muscle memory built into the way that we run our businesses and the way that we run our lives. And that's all been upended right in the last six months. And so, um, the opportunity to reexamine, um, what is absolutely necessary. I mean, that's the position that we're in right now, because especially when we had stay at home orders, um, we were only doing what was absolutely necessary. And so we were giving up, we, you know, we forfeited a lot of our, our built-in waste because, you know, I wasn't wasting gas because I wasn't driving anywhere. Right. In some ways it was really good for me because it made us, it made us examine the things that we thought we had to do, but really maybe we didn't have to do. And so if anything, I think this is a great opportunity to examine what, what has to happen, what's very important, what were you just doing out of habit, but it maybe is a little bit wasteful both in your personal spaces and in your business life. Businesses had to get very creative. We all have been there of trying to figure out how to make it work. So lots of things had to go by the wayside, um, systems and habits. And now the question is looking at all of those systems and habits and saying, are they useful enough to integrate back into my life? Or have I realized they were wasteful and I should move on without them? So I think this is a good time to measure and sort of clean out the closet. Well, I think there's a lot of benefits to, you know, so there's a lot of cost to waste besides just um, whether you're talking about environmental waste or you're talking about or environmental costs or whether you're talking about lost money or a lost opportunity. But I think there's an emotional cost to being wasteful. Um, You know, it weighs heavy on you. Um, It can kind of deplete you of joy <laughs> or being feeling satisfied in, in what you're doing. Um, so I think there's, so for those reasons, I think that there's a benefit to living a less wasteful life. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm listening to you talk, thinking in my head, there are definitely people who don't share this philosophy, right? There's definitely a segment of people who, don't care one whit about recycling and do not have guilt at night about how much gasoline they've used and just don't think about the world that way. But for those of us who do, <laughs> there's a there's a significant benefit to figuring out how to be less wasteful. And so the question then becomes, how do you fix it? And how do you emotionally let go of things that are wasteful to be able to live a better, more productive, more responsible way? Yeah. And I think, I think this is, you know, this is the time that we're going through and and looking at questioning those business processes, questioning, uh, your project flow, um, making sure that your communication is tight so that, um, assumptions or false assumptions don't creep into projects and waste time. Um, and I think certainly on a, both a bit professional and a personal level, looking at things that we previously thought were necessary, um, that aren't, that are just costing us money. Um, I know lots of people who, I know lots of families who have gone down to becoming a one car family and it's working just fine. And that's, gosh, I wish I could get there. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like going back to our last episode, one of our previous episodes where we become homesteaders, aren't we? (laughs) We are. My problem is my kids keep growing and I have more drivers. So our demand for cars get even, gets even worse. So I feel like I'm trapped in that in that category, but that's just mom of teenage kids problem. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you going to do? So if the value 
if you have a shared value that um, you don't want to be wasteful, what are you going to do to move that conversation forward? Yeah, I think what's actionable for you? Actionable for me is really going through each piece of the process and thinking, is this valuable? Is this useful? Is this helping? You know, because I talked about earlier, wasted hours or, you know, if if we have miscommunication, as you mentioned, in a project and you end up going in a direction and having to backtrack and change, that's quite wasteful. That's easy enough. There's a process to fix that. So a good audit of everything in your processes and in your daily routines, I think is called for. But that's different than downtime that is creativity or rejuvenating, right? So I think there's an audit of, is this downtime useful? Is this piece of the process helpful? Or is it legacy and we did it for a reason that no longer applies? Mm. So a lot of it is just that going through the grocery list of everything that you've got or you're going to reintegrate into your life as we all get back into the workplace to see, does this still serve me or does it no longer serve me? I think that's really great insight, Jen. I've been doing this thinking all along um, since since March of this year and um, just really kind of questioning. I guess that's part of why we're having this conversation, right? It's a topic that seems top of mind. Um, so I challenge our listeners to do the same. I think we can all do it. We can probably walk away from this time with a more efficient, less busy world with a smarter use of our resources and come out a little bit stronger, I hope. Yeah, it's our we plan. Can, we can take a cue from Inman Family Wines. <laughs> and get rid there. of the waste in the process. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and speaking of which, my rosé is gone. I know, that's often a problem for me. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Thanks for sharing a drink with us. Talk to you next time. What are we talking about next time, Jen? Oh, we are talking about the concept of quitting, which is really hard for me. Throwing in the towel feels like failure, and it feels very uncomfortable. Yeah, maybe there's a time when quitting is good. Maybe. Join us next time to talk about how quitting could actually lead you to long-term success. See you next time. Cheers. Cheers.